Once again, we're going live this morning. This is Saturday morning. I got my day today. And it is Saturday. We are Saturday. And I'm just going to set this up here. Just setting this up. That's good. We are Saturday morning, 10 a.m. here, my time. My time here, 10 a.m., Southern Ontario, Canada, North America. So those are still people. A lot of people are asking me for my... They're asking me for my nation. They're still asking me for my nation. Well, anyhow. See, 10 o'clock. There's my clock. 10 o'clock. All right. So, we're still on this word dunamis. And uh, we're going to be wrapping it up soon regarding the believer. Now, there's lots. I've taught lots on this word dunamis. I don't have time to go over all of this. Um, just go back to the live streams. They're all on there on my Facebook um, profile, my, my timeline, whatever you call it. So we're going to look at this word. I always do this uh, regarding this word dunamis. Uh, I'm using, again, um, Thayer's. Uh, lexicon. Thayer's Greek-English lexicon of the New Testament. Joseph Thayer. Uh, some say he was a Unitarian or a Universalist. And uh, he may have been, but he's got some, he understood the Greek. So anyhow, this dunamis, different translations, we already looked at all that. But the, the main definitions for this word dunamis is strength, ability, power, inherent power, power residing in something or someone Okay, by virtue of its nature, uh, of which a person or thing exerts and puts forth. So, um, in virtue, by virtue of its nature, I like that. I never caught that before, but I'll I'll do a little teaching right now. See, God has this dunamis by His nature. It's His nature, dunamis. The devil has this power. All right? Demons, by nature, they have this power. It's not as powerful as God's power, because God is greater. But we, those who are born of God, not the world, the world don't have this power. They don't have it. They don't have it. Not this dunamis power, supernatural power. We have it. The moment you get born again, you have, you've been given this power. All right. Because of the Holy Spirit. The nature of the child of God, born of incorruptible seed, born of the divine nature. Bible talks about that. The dunamis resides in that nature because it's the Holy Spirit who dwells within that nature. Spirit to spirit, right? The recreated spirit of man. Recreated by the Holy Spirit, right? God is spirit. That's what Jesus said. The Father, God is spirit. Well, God created us in his image originally. 
So he created us spirit, soul, and body. That's how he created us. So the part of us that was created in God's image was our spirit. Can't see it. It's invisible. All right? To us. All right? But God can see it, and so does the devil. So this is where, this is the problem here. Once you have a spirit, a human spirit that's been recreated in God's image, the next thing, that's God's part. We can't do that. That's impossible. It's called regeneration. Once that's done, all right, that once that's accomplished, then it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to work on our soul, the soul, the psyche, right? And part of the psyche is the mind, the noose, N-O-U-S, the friend, the midriff. These are all different Greek words, all right? The diaphragm, all right? The soul of man, that's the part of you that needs to be worked on. And God will help you, but you've got to do it, all right? That's why the Bible talks about meditating the word day and night, speaking the word, sowing the word, confessing the word. That's all part of your transformation. That's all part of discipleship. That's a big part of discipleship. So the more you do of it, the more you give yourself over to this, the more you're going to walk in what God has called you to walk. It, your, your walk with God is not dependent on anybody else overall. It's dependent on you. The only person that can stop you, um, now, you know, the devil's real, demons are real, people are real, but ultimately the only person that can stop you is you. All right? If the devil attacks you, you have the power to resist him as a believer. All right? If you've got Christians who don't like you or are against you, look at this. Are against If there's Christians that are not for you that are against you, well, you've got the authority to go with God. You don't have to listen to them if they're wrong. If they're right, then you better listen to them. But if they're wrong, you don't have. Your relationship is with God. Your relationship with is Jesus. He's the one who died for you. All right? You're in union with him. You're not in union with them. I've went through all of that. I went through all of that. All right? I had to come to this place where, who am I going to choose? Am I going to choose to follow Jesus on the straight and narrow? Or am I going to follow Good people, so-called Christian friends, but they weren't exactly what God had in mind for me. They weren't exactly my cup of tea. And I had to make a decision. It was up to me, but the Lord was there to help me to make that right decision. And I went with what he was telling me. And so far, it's worked out very well overall. All right? So I just want to share that because... You know, a lot of people, I deal with a lot of people with um, from Africa and from Asia, two different continents. But, you know, we have a, I've got a lot of contacts in Africa. I've got a lot of contacts in Asia, especially Pakistan, India, and Bangladesh. But, you know, and they're all, you know, 
They just seem to be so caught up with their circumstances. And I understand that because I hear, I live here in Canada and I was all caught up with my circumstances. All right. So, but you can't get caught up with your circumstances. You got to get caught up with the word. This is what you got to watch. This is what you got to focus. Keep your eyes on. Set your mind, right? That's what it says in Colossians 3. Set your mind and keep it set on the things that are above, right? Yeah, set your mind, set your eyes, set your ears, set your mouth on the word, all right? Now, if you don't have faith for healing, go to a hospital, all right? Go to the hospital, but stay in the word. Stay in the word, all right? Too many people are led by their circumstances. I know, I've been there. All right, so let's move on here. I want to keep this short. Let's go to 1 Peter 1.5. 1 Peter 1.5. 1 Peter 1.5. The word dunamis again. It's used twice in 1 Peter 1.5. All right, but there's only one reference for the believer. All right, and it says here, right here, who are being guarded, those who are born anew, verse 4, who are being guarded, garrisoned by God's power through your faith. There it is again. How many times have we read the word power with the word faith? All right. A lot of people miss that. They just read the word faith and they have no idea what it means. And they just keep on reading. I was like that years ago. All right. Well, that little word faith changes everything. All right. So faith um, till you fully inherit the final salvation that is ready to be revealed for you in the last time. All right? So it's by faith that God will guard us with his power. All right? That's for all of us. But it's by faith. It's by faith. Let's move on to 2 Peter. 2 Peter. 2 Peter 1, three. 2 Peter 1.3 the word dunamis is used three times in 2 Peter, but only once concerning the believer. All right? So here it says, for his divine power. There it is. God's power is divine. All right? Has bestowed upon us all things that are requisite and suited to life on this earth and godliness through the full personal knowledge of him, Jesus, who called us by and to his own glory and excellence. And then he goes on and explains exactly what he's talking about. If you read through from verse 3 down to 4, all the way to verse 10. Because in verse 10, it says right at the end, if you do all these things, you will never stumble or fall. Well, I see a lot of Christians that stumble and fall. Why? Because they don't know what the word says. They don't know what the word says about not stumbling. What you need to do to not stumble and fall. Now, you can stumble and fall in sin, sexually, morally, right? But you can also stumble and fall doctrinally. We've got a lot of preachers that are stumbling and falling all over the place doctrinally. Doctrinally, with their doctrine. False doctrine is a type of stumbling and falling. Doctrinally, not interested. Not interested. I'm not interested in that. I want to have sound doctrine. And I want to walk in that soundness of doctrine. All right? So, 
That's about it for the word dunamis in the epistles. For the believer. I can't, I can't touch on every verse on the word dunamis. This is for, this is in context of new creation realities. New creation realities. Alright, for the believer. Alright. So let's go to Luke. Now let's go to the Gospels. Let's go to the Gospels. There's really only one, only one reference really with this word dunamis regarding the believer. And that's in Luke. Luke 9, 1, chapter 9. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, verse 1. It says here, Then Jesus called together the twelve, his apostles, and gave them power and authority. We already look over all demons, over all demons, and to cure diseases. And he sent them out, verse 2, to preach the kingdom of God and to bring healing. All right? Now, here it says, Power and authority. And I've touched on this a little bit with the word exousia. There's some places where it's got just the word authority. Other places it's authority and power. Exousia and dunamis. All right? So exousia, you have the right to exert this power over all demons and over all sickness and disease. All right? We've been given the right, the exousia, to exert this dunamis. All right? Over sickness, disease, over demons. And this was not just given to the, the, the first apostles. No, 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 no. This belongs to every believer. This belongs to every Christian. This belongs to everyone who is in union with the second Adam, Jesus Christ. This belongs to you and me. All right? Don't let anybody tell you that this does not belong to you. This only belongs to the first, the first disciples. No, 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 no. That is so wrong. All right. There are still lots of disease out there that God wants to heal. There's still lots of demons out there that Jesus wants to drive out of them through you, through you. All right. So it's not God's will for anyone to be sick. It's not God's will for anyone to be infested with demons, to be harassed by demons, any kind of demons. I don't care if it's one or a legion. It's not God's will because it was never God's will back in the garden. All right. So your foundation is back in the garden where there's no sickness, no disease, there's no demons, none of that. We allowed all of that to come into the earth through the fall. All right? So don't let anybody tell you. But you got to renew your mind. You got to renew your mind. You got to start saying, God, Jesus gave me authority and power over all demons and to heal all sicknesses and disease. You got to keep speaking that until you start believing it. And then you watch it. Power and authority. There you go, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, he's got a power and authority. All right. Dunamis and exousia. All right. You got to keep speaking these things. You're renewing your mind. Like I said, the soul, your soul needs transformation into his image. All right. So let's move on here. Let's move on to the book of Acts. Now, this word dunamis in Luke is mentioned 15 times, but only once regarding the believer. All right. That's good enough for me. The rest is about Jesus, different things like that. So let's move on to Acts, the book of Acts, and we're going to we're going to finish there with the book of Acts right now. Let's go to Acts 4:33. Acts 4:33. Acts 4:33. Acts 4:33. And with great strength and ability and power, dunamis. That's the way the amplified translates it. The apostles delivered their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And great grace 
um, rested richly upon them all. Okay? So, giving testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you think that was just for back then? No, it's not. It's for today. We need to give testimony. We need to give testimony. Now, yes, some of them were there, but it doesn't matter. Once you're born again, you've been given a power to give testimony to the resurrection. Why? Because that resurrection, even though it says that Jesus was raised from the dead, the Bible said that we were raised up with him. We are raised with him, right? And then we ascended with him, and then we are seated with him, right? That's what it says in Ephesians. Uh, Ephesians 1, 20, 21. Ephesians 2, 6. It's everywhere. All right, the ascension. I sent to my Father, your Father, my God, your God. John 20, 17. All right? So don't let anybody tell you that this is only for the early disciples for, to walk in this kind of power. And it says here, 433, with great strength and ability and power. Yes, that belongs to us. You got to renew your mind to these great truths. All right? Let's go to Acts 6, 8. 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 Now Stephen, full of grace, divine blessing, favor, and power, strength, and ability, worked great wonders and signs among the people. All right? This is not just for Stephen. This is not just for Stephen. This is anybody who's willing to do what it takes to be full of faith, to be full of power, to be full of the Word of God, to be full of power. All right? Because we have access to the same grace. What we see God doing through Stephen, all right, who happens to be the first martyr, this belongs to us. It belongs to us. All right? Don't let anybody talk you out of it. Let the Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit minister to you. Spend time, spend lots of time with the Holy Spirit, especially if you've got the gift of tongues, all right? And if you don't have the gift of tongues, you can receive the gift of tongues. You can even receive it during this broadcast or this live stream, all right? You can receive the gift of tongues, all right? The tongues belong to you. The power of God belongs to you. It all belongs to you. God has not stopped giving his power out to his children, all right? That's how we get the work done. All right, and those that say that God's power is not available today to heal the sick, where well, they're doing nothing for the kingdom. They're doing nothing. All right, and they're going to give an account. All right, let's go to 8.13. Acts 8.13. Acts 8.13. Book of Acts 8.13. What does it say? Even Simon himself believed and adhered to, trusted in, and relied on the teachings of Philip. And after being baptized, devoted himself constantly to Philip and seeing signs and miracles of great power which were being performed, he was utterly amazed. Well, it's not just for Philip. It, it just happened that Philip was doing, God was able to do these things through Philip. All right? Because Philip was full of faith. All right? Not all early disciples were full of faith. No, 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 no. Not all Christians after the cross were walking as they should have walked. Should have been walking, not even near it. No. And it's the same thing today. Why? We got the full canon. They didn't even have the Bible back then. We got the whole Bible. And most Christians are not walking in what belongs to them. Most of them. I don't know what the percentage is, but God knows. But it's high. It's The percentage is very high in most Christians that are not walking in what they should be walking in. All right? And that's what we want to change. That's what God wants to change. All right? Uh, okay, so let's last verse here. Last verse in Acts. 
still in Acts. Let's go to Acts 19. Acts 19. Acts 19. Acts 19, verse 11. Verse 11. And God did unusual and extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. All right? And here we've got the word dunamis. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. God did unusual and extraordinary miracles using the word dunamis here to translate this by the Amplified. All right? By the hands of Paul. All right? So, was Paul... Is Paul the only one? Is Paul the only one that is called to do miracles? No, because if you read the epistles, you would find out very quickly that Paul was teaching the believers on how to walk in all of this. What he walked in, some things belonged to him as an apostle, and we are we do have apostles today, and they're not walking in what the apostle Paul was walking in, and they should be. They should be. But Paul was doing everything. 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 Paul did everything he knew how to do regarding getting believers, getting believers to walk in the fullness, to walk in the fullness of what Jesus died for them. All right? And we need to read the epistles. We need to read them very carefully over and over and over and over again. And you'll see things that a lot of people are not seeing, even leaders. Just because the leaders, you know, not all leaders are right. I hope you realize that. Not all leaders in local churches are right. A lot of leadership is wrong. We have a lot of bad leadership in the church, really bad and uh, not only with false doctrine, but that's a big one, all right? And you need to discern that because the true leadership that God is looking for to bring into your life, it's the leadership of the Holy Spirit. He's the one that you are accountable to. He's the one that you need to give yourself over to more than anybody else because Jesus is the one who died for you. There's not one leader on this planet that's ever existed in the church, will ever exist in the church, that has died for you. It's Jesus that has died for you. All right? And I'm not trying to bring a division in the church, but it's about time that we get God's people to be listening to the Holy Spirit more than listening to most preachers. All right? So, and that's a big part of my calling. I'm always trying to teach how to, how for God's people to listen to the Holy Spirit. How, how to, to, to develop that sensitivity to the one who lives on the inside of you. Because those preachers are not on the inside of you. They don't live on the inside of you. No, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. So when I see a person that's born again, I see two people. I see you, but I see the Holy Spirit. I don't see him with my physical eyes, but I know he's in there. If you're born again, if you're born of the Spirit, he's in there. All right. So want to thank you once again. Uh, this went a little bit longer and uh, some more notes. But anyhow, as I always finish my videos now, I encourage all of you to learn on what it takes, what it takes to walk, to walk in the fullness of His grace, the grace of God, and the faith of God, because it's faith that gives access to the grace of God. Shalom and amen. And we won't be doing the live stream tomorrow. We'll be back on Monday morning, okay? Monday morning, my time. Morning, my time. Bye-bye.